welcome to this week's very special episode of Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. This week we're joined by the Geeky Brummy Guys and we're going to be doing a versus episode. So we'll pitch a theory, they'll pitch a theory. How's everyone doing? Good, thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you very much. Shall we introduce ourselves? Probably an idea. We probably should, yeah. I'm just not just, you know, yeah, just to get voices idea. in the ether. <laughs> I'm here as well, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about the top. <laughs> so, I'm Ryan Parrish, aka the Rummy Apparently. That's what Keith always called me. Phil. Yeah. Hi, I'm Philip Ellis. I am also a geeky Rummy person. Yes. And um, he has opinions. I have so many opinions for you guys. <laughs> just you wait. It's going to be amazing. Brilliant. Hey, yeah, I'm. Guy Alfred, um, I'm allowed to be on the show. I don't know why, because I'm crude and offensive, so. We just like hearing you rant every week. No, I'm sure my my rants. Tom and Kat, would you like to tell us about yourselves? Yeah, I'm Tom. I'm also allowed to be here. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's nice. I'm Kat, and I thought I knew what was going on, but apparently <laughs> I've just been joined by Maniac. I, so. I feel like we're all about to admit to being alcoholics together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we're about to be like, I'm Kat, and I believe that Finland doesn't exist. It's not time <laughs> I'm Philip, and I believe that Katy Perry is Jean-Benet Ramsey. That is fact. <laughs> and also Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> I mean, that's just fact. That's not even in conspiracy. It's not denied it. <laughs> so how did this come to be? Then? How, how, how come we're here? I mean, like, there's got to be a reason for it, right? <laughs> well, there was a little event called the, the Birmingham Podcast Festival, wasn't there? Oh, I remember that. Yes. Arranged by yes. Mr. Mark Stegman, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the guys at Podium. Yes. So. That was a jolly weekend, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where people actually paid to see us all talk. I kind of still feel like we were pumped and they forgot to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a really good event. Loads of people showed up. It yeah, it was, it was a nice atmosphere. It was cute. But I don't know if you guys felt the same. I felt weird doing our thing in front of people. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. uh, usually it's just well, ours is almost just like we're having a chat. Well, well normally we have less clothes on, so yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like oh we've actually got to be serious now and not ever halfway through yes. it's very easy when you're just sort of sat around a table like three or four of you mm. so it's easy to forget that there are people who actually do listen like people who don't know you like it's not just yeah. like when you put it on Facebook and be like mum can you just play this please Cause yeah. you know, it's like strangers listen to you yeah. on, on purpose they subscribe yeah. I know like yeah. you actually want to hear more of I honestly I, I was under the impression that the only people subscribing were like the people in this room <laughs> honestly until a podcast festival we I just thought we were recording I, we didn't start trying to get people listening to us we kind of started because I spend a lot of time looking at random things on the internet <laughs> and researching conspiracy theories anyway. So you might, um, well, turn so it I might as well turn it into a productive use of my time. Um, and then I didn't realise, somehow it didn't occur to me that people were actually listening and liked what we were doing. Like it just didn't even occur to me. I don't know. I think we, we feel the same. I, 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 they tune in for Keith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they tune in for Keith's cover art to have a look and then listen to yeah, it. Yeah, that's a bit trash. I, I feel though, like we were like your warm up app, though. So we were, you were like supported you. I loved your your episode at the podcast festival. I, I mean, I, 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 you know, I have to admit, I'd never heard yeah. of you guys before no, or anything. Like that, but I was like, this. It, the minute you said 
Beyonce faked her pregnancy <laughs> and also killed Whitney Houston. I was like, I am in 100%. I will ride or die with cats <laughs> I like there that Phil said that he hadn't known about you guys before. So, like, Tom, when you came to Studio Nash, he obviously made no impression on Phil. <laughs> <laughs> he probably just thought you were one of the studio editors. <laughs> I, I obviously, I just a different guy sorry. every time. <laughs> It's like the bit character in like Friends trying to come in is, is the Gunther. <laughs> Stop trying to make you roll. <laughs> you have one line, now leave. <laughs> Alright then, are we ready for our fast conspiracy theory? Yes. Yes. Good. Do, do you want to explain to Geeky Ruminants who might not have heard what conspiracy theory so the idea is on our show we do things we cover any cases I call them cases to make myself sound more official right. but basically conspiracy theories or paranormal activity or like um, the cults we do a lot of but this week we've got two conspiracies I'm going to pitch one Geek Brummy are going to pitch one and then Everyone else is going to decide which one they believe more. So we have Phil repping Geeky Rummy here. I feel confident because there's three of us and only two of you. So <laughs> I, I'm hoping that nepotism and the fact that these guys just really adore me is going to stand me I don't know, we've worked with you for a long time, but you are a bullshit artist. <laughs> <laughs> right, are are you ready? ready to hear the title of mine? Hit me. Baby, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get rid of Ryan? <laughs> Jay Z is a time travelling vampire. <laughs> you know what? I'm already on it. I'm, so already, I'm already on board. That, that's my whole pitch. So, what do you think? <laughs> so, um, the theory is that he is a vampire who time travels. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I would explain if he's friends with Keanu Reeves because we all know Keanu Reeves is immortal That's yeah that is a fact I always did that yeah. him and uh, Winona Ryder yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're married actually I know that would be so happy what? did you see that so there was a whole again okay, oh I'm so sorry about the time <laughs> no, you're going to want to hear this so um, they're currently doing a press tour for their new romantic comedy called Destination Wedding and um, during, like, obviously they've starred in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula before by Francis Ford Coppola in the 90s. And they were saying when their characters, Jonathan and Mina Harker, got married, they said, yeah, like, we think that it actually was, like, a real minister who married us on set. So we might have been married this whole time. <laughs> oh, fuck right off. That's a I told you to bullshit artist. <laughs> but, like, I'm, like, like the heart, my heart, <laughs> in my heart, I'm... I'm like writing that fanfic. I'm like, no, like Jonathan and Mina, they've been together this entire that time. That would be a cute romantic comedy. I mean, because honestly, like, I'm loving the, like, the, the renaissance they're both having in their careers. And I just love them so much. You know that would be a Lionsgate movie straight out the door with two actors who get married or a Hallmark movie. And then for York. some reason they can't get divorced and have to live together. And, and it'll be it's what happens in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be Christmas schmaltz as well. <laughs> and it's like they learn yeah. to love each other or on like, Christmas Eve. one of them has like a very strict parents and they have to pretend to be a happy couple yeah. over Christmas and then by Boxing Day they've fallen in love and so, okay, so Jay-Z, 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 Jay-Z. Jay-Z. <laughs> so this theory first came about in 2003 when the Schomburg Centre for Research into Black Culture, which is part of the New York Public Library, they posted a photo on their Tumblr page 
which I don't think a public library should be allowed a Tumblr page. But okay. Sorry, did they have a Tumblr page in 2003, you said? No, 2013. Oh, you said 2003. I thought Tom Harvey would be like, oh my god, this thing goes so deep. <laughs> they had private Tumblr back then? 2013, I didn't mean to say 2003. Okay. Cool. So now I'm thinking that's kind of late for Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they should have moved on to Twitter by now. Yeah. Well, they posted a photo of two unknown men, and it was in 1939 of Harlem. And the photo contains a man who looks a lot like Jay Z, who has never been identified. I'm just going to pass it around the table, and everyone can audio describe what they see. Is the guy going ah in the photo? (laughs) 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 It's your boy. Oh my god! But that can also that. that that. I mean, it is remarkable. If you, if you, oh wait, 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 I, I have, I, oh my god, I have a new theory for you. Like, is is Jay Z short for James Baldwin? Because that could be James. No, his name is Sean Corey Carter. Batman is called Sean Corey. <laughs> no, 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 not Batman. Oh, Jay Z in but, real life right. is called. Uh, but that man, Corey looks, in the house, he looks like he could be Jay Z, or he could, it could be a, a slightly off photo of James Baldwin, the author. No, it's hundred percent Jay Z, and I'll explain why. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of our episodes tend to go like this. I'm going. But what about reason? And Cat will go no. <laughs> I feel like Cat's uh, drag name would be confirmation bias. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Welcome to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so according to him, he was born in 1969. Which fine? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Z. I'm, I'm just waiting for the lol. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I'm going to argue that, like, Jay Z was, and that maybe he's not a vampire, but he's a time traveler. Because people believe he's a vampire, but, like, no, I feel I'm like just going right, to time I can disprove your time travel theory straight away. Why? Because tidal is a massive waste of time. I need to make sure that stuff was right. Well, maybe he only got one shot, and I will explain why he went back to 1939. Right, 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 right. Yes, right. Okay, this is a convoluted reason for 1939, but I think it makes sense. Um, so we know that he fights for, like, injustice, and he talks about civil rights in his music, which, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. He does. I mean, he doesn't really follow through, but... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. It's, it's all very well to, you know, shout at his slogans every so often, but then if you... He, okay, so he only donated uh, eight grand to charity in 2016. How much did eight you grand? donate to charity? He's worth 1.25 billion... And you're donating eight grand. Fuck off. Like, what, come on now. What was it for, the eight grand? It was various charities. It was I mean, he's got to charity. keep Beyonce and Crystal, so... Yeah. <laughs> and they have to rent out the Louvre every time they want to do a music video, <laughs> so, you know. Um, right, so what if he travelled back in time to influence the civil rights movement and just generally hang around and meet people he liked? <laughs> That's my pitch. I'm not done. <laughs> right. We're all just like, how can you make civil rights funny? <laughs> I have no funny remarks. <laughs> I am taking this very seriously now. I yes. mean, civil rights didn't happen until well, the movement was in 1954 to 1968 officially. But like, 
like it was starting before then, a lot of it. I've done a lot of research on this, and I think a lot of it isn't exactly relevant to Jay-Z, but, <laughs> but, but it's good to know. It's good to know. I feel like what, I've learned a lot. What's there a man in the background who also writes me and just going, oh, <laughs> is that, I <laughs> have a dream. Oh. <laughs> this is my point. Maybe he travelled back in time to witness it happening and he was like, yeah. I, like If he were to choose a specific point in time, it would be 1939 because it's the year that Marvin Gaye was born. Isn't it? And, isn't it also the year that World War II started? Yeah. Yeah, but like, I don't think he wanted to see that. Like, I was just a... <laughs> or have any influence in preventing the loss of millions of lives. No, 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 yeah. Um, go on. I think we've established Jay-Z's only out for himself. I... <laughs> <laughs> Where, he's a time traveller, but he's like, you know... Like, let's he's, not stop the Second World War. He's a, let's perfect my music career. But every single time travel film where they use it to get with a girl instead of killing Hitler... Yeah. Uh, I think every time travel film should have at least one scene where they explain why they're not going to go kill Hitler. Like... Maybe... Okay, maybe it was like a paradox so he's not allowed to go back and change the past... So instead, he just went back and witnessed Marvin Gaye being born because so, it's one of his huge influences. It's on but, his but website. One thing, Marvin Gaye being born means he's not going to be a great singer at this age. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he, he's trying his lungs out for the first time at okay. his birth. Okay. Imagine if he was born and they smacked that baby's ass and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I heard it through the grip. <laughs> As the, as the music fan in the room, the, yes. the big music fan, where, where is he in the picture? Where is he located? He is in Harlem, New York, and Marvin Gaye was also born in New York, so it adds up. Okay, so like, potentially there's a, <laughs> there's a, 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 you know, a blossoming blues jazz scene yeah, in exactly. New York at that time. That was my next point. So he's going to well, get some influence. Is that what they call the Harlem Renaissance? Or is that a different thing? I have a slightly different theory. I think he travelled back in 1938 and he's still there in 1939 because the Robert Leroy Johnson died in 1938. Who oh. is the, he is pretty much the proto-blues guy. He's the guy who started off the 27th See, Club. I... He started See. off the 27th Club. He's the guy who the devil went down to Georgia's based on. He's the musician which basically sold his soul to the devil. Saying you're saying you're saying that Jay Z is Robert Johnson. No, I'm saying no, that Jay Z went back to learn from Robert died. Johnson before he died, and he's still there in 1939. He stayed a while. He he had like a gap year. Yeah, yeah, he had a gap year, but he just went back in time to do it. He's rich as fuck. I <laughs> Maybe he went to influence the sound so that he could claim credit for all the samples that he uses. So he gets them on the cheap. So he gets more money. Ooh. No, because he can't put your name on a... I'm no, but he's licensed them to himself. And oh, I see. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, my like, there's God. There's a paper somewhere that, like, Marvin Gaye has signed saying, I, I allow this person, Sean yeah. Carter... As a baby. Yeah. I allow Sean Carter the use of my mm. music. And then Jay-Z's been able to whip that out like, to his lawyers and be like, look, I don't have to pay shit. <laughs> I, I ain't going to no court case here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to put this on my like streaming service no, that literally nobody listens to. I'm no Pharrell. <laughs> <laughs> no I've got another interesting sorry, no. thing that happened in 1939, but I think he went to view, mm-hmm. which was an African-American singer who was denied the use of several halls, then attracted 75,000 in the crowd. 
at the Lincoln Memorial, and that was, I can't say her name, Marianne Anderson, that's not a difficult name. <laughs> Marianne Anderson. And like, what if you went back in time to view that concert, which was like a huge point in time? And that is my pitch for why he would want to travel back in time to that specific point. To go to a gig? There was lots of other things happening. I am unwilling to Including a war. <laughs> if it is two bus routes to get to a gig, I'm immediately like, nah. I can just listen to the CD or something. <laughs> I respect someone going travelling through town okay, through time. But so. my point is that Jay-Z is super duper duper rich. Like he's got over between between him and Beyonce, they're over one billion dollars net worth. If anyone could time travel, I think it would be Jay-Z and Beyonce. Okay, so I have a question. Yes. Um is it that uh time travel has existed for a while but it's only available to the super rich or yes. is it that Jay-Z has had his own team working on this because he is that rich and we all know that rich people are crazy and have weird passion projects we know that Kanye says he's got no money left even though he's supposed to be a billionaire so maybe Kanye and Jay-Z have been investing all their funds into this contract I think it's like a thing where like lots of rich people have access to a teleporting machine because there are lots of photos of famous people but back in olden times and I think every famous person gets one time to go back in time except one chance. Keanu because he's so nice and then he gets loads of he has, he a, gets loads of he has a loyalty card <laughs> <laughs> so Mando's black card yeah um are we are we going to touch on the whole vampire thing, or or is it just that? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, so the idea is that he is either a vampire or a time traveller or a vampire who time travels. But <laughs> the third one, I think, is an unnecessary. Like, come for film number four, Jay Z in space. <laughs> I think I decided I'd mainly go for time travel thing because time travel is possible, and being a vampire isn't. Um. <laughs> That's just science, you guys. I disagree. I think it's more possible that you could make someone a vampire through enough sciencey shit than you could walk the space time continuum. Well, my point is, okay. So basically, I looked up the census records from New York when Jay Z was born, and he is listed in like you can find, but you can find records of the fact that he was born in 1969 and that his family did live in a block of flats he claimed that he lived in. And there's records that he, he grew up at that time. We, so we all know Americans and birth certificates are always yeah. a bit of controversy. But I feel and like... certain people <laughs> what, a, what a mystery. Uh, I don't want to say that Jay-Z's birth certificate is wrong, because I feel like that's going down a very pointed route, but I don't really want to go down... <laughs> So I'm saying I think there's too much evidence to say that he wasn't born in the 60s. And I think there's more evidence that he was born in the 60s but then got really rich and went back in time. (laughs) I think that's a more viable theory. Also, let's be honest, if anyone's a vampire, it's Beyonce because she looks amazing and he does not. Yeah, see, but I think it's an extra year or two that he's spent back in time. Like, they they just added to it. So he's, like, ageing, but, like, in secret, because he comes back at the moment that he left, but he's Uh, lived a year in that moment. Yeah, exactly, so he's ageing in secret. I don't think he looks the same as he did in 1996. I don't think he's changed much. Because he he hasn't changed his image much. He's grown an afro recently. 
to, to be honest, the one thing that gets me about the time travel theory, which makes me sound slightly thing, is because if you're famous now, but you travel back before you were famous, you're not going to be spotted. No one's yeah. going to know you, you can blend in. And you can listen whereas to all you, the cool music at the time that you, you wanted to listen to. Whereas now, if you went on holiday somewhere like mm-hmm. Beijing or India, it's like people are still going to recognise him wherever he goes in the entire world. He'll still get recognised. So, is it the only way they can have a break from being famous is to go back in time? And so, are you saying that time travel was invented to solve a rich person problem? Yes. Yes. As, 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 that as, would as be the only are, reason time travel was invented. As most things are. Yeah. To solve rich people's also, issues. Also, like, he grew up, like, in New York, in... He grew up in Brooklyn. Like, he can't walk around the streets where he grew up anymore without loads of people running over to him and being like, oh, it's Jay-Z, yay. But if he went back in time, he could walk around that area as much as he wanted. But he's obviously posed for that picture in the face, so he's obviously wanted this to be known, that he can do this. He's got a very big ego. That's I think true. we can agree that. <laughs> or maybe it's just he's like, oh, like you know what? Like people will never know. It's just gonna be like a fun little thing that I only I know that yeah. I, I'm in this photo. And he's never he's been identified. The person of the photo and the New York Library is still trying to work out who this guy is. That's a fun fact. Well, they should take get to spend less time on Tumblr there. <laughs> <laughs> and theoretically, time traveling to the past could happen if you travelled faster than the speed of light and you can prove that and okay Stephen Hawking says he thinks it would break the universe but like what does he know <laughs> <laughs> like, well, he did hold a party for tram travellers but uh, he said yeah, he invites yeah. the day after the party and nobody turned up surprisingly yeah, but like, who wants to go to his party? I would. <laughs> like, I'm and I'd be like, oh my god, do you hate Eddie Redmayne as much as I do? <laughs> I love Eddie Redmayne. We have to have another episode about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've not watched that terrible film he was in with, what's his face, Channing Tatum. Jupiter Ascending I just love Les Mis I'm not going to lie but no you need to watch Jupiter Ascending because that will just dispel any Eddie Redman (laughs) conclusion he's super rich and powerful and has reason to want to go back to the 1939s (laughs) (laughs) a whole decade in one year (laughs) and time travelling can happen so I I'm just going to bring up the photo one more time. If you're listening at home, Google it. Just Google Jay-Z time traveller and you will see the photo. And that's all the evidence you need, in my opinion. We will tweet it. I feel like I've fallen a hurdle here. When did we prove that time travel could happen? Uh, I just said it could. (laughs) (laughs) We decided that time travel was more likely than vampires, and I believe that's where the discourse ended. (laughs) (laughs) You know cats doing a masters. (laughs) Wibbly wobbly tiny wobbly. To be fair, you know more about physics than we do, but like, has time travel been on like the news? Oh well, okay, so it's not. Basically, theoretically, it could happen. Recently, a photon of light did time travel. they do, but it's okay. It's to do with like special relativity and the way that things move. And essentially, there are small particles that come from the sun, and they sh- they only last a couple of seconds. But because time for their because they're moving so quickly, time for them goes so slowly that despite the fact they're supposed to burn up next to the sun, we detect them in our atmosphere. So like time travel happens. They travel 
much farther than they should do, almost instantly, despite the fact that they burn up in seconds because time goes slower for them because they're too fast. So time travel can happen, and Jay-Z can do it. <laughs> um, you know what? I know that that's not right, but I can't tell you why, so <laughs> fine. With the vampire thing, okay, I've, got, I've got a theory now, hear me okay. now. I'm not. I'm gonna put it out there. I don't think Jay Z is the smartest tool in the box. <laughs> he's a good. He's a good he, uh, he cheated on Beyonce, so he yeah, I mean, not he's definitely not the smartest. Yeah. So, Maybe that was his punishment from Beyonce. That's not. That's not my theory, right? He probably isn't. Uh, he makes good music, right? So that's good. So he's a kind of a genius, somewhere. Like, it's all right. But I reckon it'd be very easy to convince Jay Z that he's a vampire and him believe that. Yeah. And him going around going, no, no, I'm Jay-Z, I'm a vampire. <laughs> you know, some fake Halloween fans, I reckon he'll fall for it. Give him enough brainwashing, say the right things to him, and I think he'll be like, yeah, no, Ho- Hover's a, a, a vampire. That's what he calls it, Hover, isn't it? Hover? Hovis? Is he Hover? Hovis. Hover? I don't know. I tried to be down with the kids. I don't know what this is. <laughs> but, like, that wouldn't explain why he showed up in a photo in 1939. Uh... Maybe built. Maybe maybe he built like, a time machine. I've lost. I've lost. Maybe machine. it's one of the special advantages of being a vampire. You can pop back when you want to. Yeah. Like, maybe vampires aren't what we think they are. Maybe yeah. they're just like time travellers. Are we not going to get into the uh, feasting on human blood element of vampires at all, or, or is that not? Uh, is there nothing we can delve into there because I mean, it's not real? In so if you do. read about vampires in mythology, it's not about the drinking of blood. It's about the power and the ownership of people, and that's where the vampire feeds from. It's, it's having. And that would make sense because he has so many fans. And he feeds off them, and like minions. Yes. He has staff and he has service people. I thought you were saying the minions. And maybe that's why Beyonce stayed with him because she was too scared to meet a vampire. Maybe he's got... Despicable Jay-Z, sorry, just needs to be said. Maybe he's got uh, an organisation of vampires because Kanye West sung power and said, how could one man have all so much power? Because he's a creature of the night. So maybe... Yeah, but... Sorry, that's not the, the the case that Kat was making was about him being a time traveller. Now I'm convinced he's a vampire, so I don't really, I'm sorry, Kat, but I don't believe your theory. <laughs> maybe he is maybe he is both. Maybe we were right the first time. Maybe he is both a vampire with the ability you do, the just because you're say, a vampire doesn't mean you can't afford a time machine. The only thing I'd say is if he is a vampire, it's because Beyonce wanted him to, because I can't see Beyonce is definitely in control of that. Maybe. Oh, whatever the scenario, mm. Beyonce is running it. Yeah. 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 Maybe Beyonce sent him back in time because of the cheating. It's like, well, you go, well, maybe you go live in the He went back free. in time, he thought he was stuck there, so he cheated on Beyonce in the 1930s, oh, and, and then came in, back. Oh my god, and Becky with the good hair is like this sort of 1939 girl yeah. with like a little, you know, pins up in there. Yeah. Have we just made Jay Z into an episode of Goodnight Sweetheart? <laughs> the hip hop, the hip hop remix of Goodnight Sweetheart. I'm He just goes for the tunnel. It's your boy. <laughs> with all of his dollar friend. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, does he say it's your boy a lot? Because you've said it a lot. Because that's what Jay Z says. Does he? Say, okay. That's Jay Z says two things in all of his songs where he gets on. It's it's your boy or. Mm. That is Jay Z. <laughs> That's all Jay Z's musical career is now until he releases the Blueprint Part Six Hundred and Fifty Four. 
Why would she send him back in time, though? Like, oh, oh, I've, I, so I have my own theory about this. Because if she itches like, right, you've been living this life, getting above your station, thinking you can cheat on mm. me because you're this big Billy Big Bollocks who's got all this money and all this fame, go back and live as a poor black man in 1939. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see if I can survive in Harlem for a year. <laughs> I've just convinced myself this is true. What? <laughs> it's, it's, it's Beyonce is the one with the time machine. <laughs> I feel like she is more likely to have a time machine, but I found out. Which would also solve your pregnancy issue. It would. <gasps> she obviously was pregnant at one point and then got back in a time machine and then she had to wear a belly. Like, that's just facts. Maybe he does have a time machine because he. He's called his albums the Blueprint, so a blueprint for a time machine. So that's good even for two. And he also called an album 444, so he's obviously a fan of time, so. Mm-hmm. I do everything in my life in a time base. <laughs> maybe, maybe he was stuck until April 1944, <gasps> and that's what year he's referring to as his return to the present. Maybe. That would make him a lot older than he was. Yes. But. He doesn't look But great. it's supporting my theory, so yes. 100% true. Well, was that eleven twenty two sixty three? Was that Stephen King book about the J.K. assassination? Yeah. assassination. Yeah. yeah. Are you saying that Jay Z shot JFK? No. Okay. Because he came Whoa. back in nineteen forty four. We just used that in the conspiracy theory. Oh my god! I can't wait to hear that episode. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Jay Z was stuck there from nineteen thirty eight through to nineteen forty. And the album returns to his triumphant return to the present when he releases his new music. He does have the haunted look of a man who spent six years in a foreign world. <laughs> you know, like that that gif where it's like he's sort of like dancing, but he's also like looking around him, like, oh, I'm gonna get lynched. And that, yeah. <laughs> and that explains the Kanye faces as well. Because Kanye went back as well. Oh my god, yeah. You know, like Kanye always has the stony face. And he can never smile for more So than much is falling into place, and I've had to do very little of yes. work. I <laughs> so, can, can you uh, wrap up or make some sort of final. I do have one or... final note that isn't especially related, but I thought was very strange. Is that his net worth is quite a lot more than Beyonce's. Because he's a man. <laughs> it's the patriarchy. Maybe. Or maybe she spent all her money on a time machine. Boom! Or okay. maybe he made some Wall Street investments in 1939. Oh, oh, maybe maybe he banked some Apple shares and like and said, "Go and buy this." Yeah. Sent somebody out to buy this money when Apple started up. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe Tidal's a front for a time machine making company. Well, they're saying that Tidal's sure, working out, but that. we know well, it's not working out. Company. How are they getting money from Tidal? Time comes in waves. Times, tides. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are just words now. Um, I think I think I'm done saying things now. Summary: He's probably a time traveller. He's definitely really rich. He went back to 1939, and that's the only reason for that photo. And there's no other explanation for it. But uh, what a dude could have looked like him is that not? Not that much like him. I, well, it looks a lot like it. Everyone agrees at this table. It are looks you a lot saying like that him. all black people look the same? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the quote game. <laughs> Could it be Jay Z's grandfather? Though? I don't think there's that much family resemblance. Also, Jay Z didn't know. So you don't wait. You know there's a family resemblance, but you think that's the same. <laughs> no, I mean I don't think a grandfather could look that much like a grandson. They look identical, and also Jay Z. When you look at Jay Z's dad, Jay Z's dad doesn't look that much like him, from what I can see. But also, Jay Z didn't know his dad very much. Maybe skips a generation. 
Jay Z face. You're the same. But that's a condition. Jay Z. I don't know what your son's going to look like, but I don't know what your grandson's going to look like. So now we're going to do a segment called Guess Which of These Quotes Was Said by a Real Person on the Internet and Guess Which of These Quotes I Made Up which is a long title. And it's pretty self-explanatory. I've got four quotes which I'm going to read, and then at the end you have to guess which one of them I made up. So three of them were real comments made by people on the internet. And these these are comments relating to yes. the theory. So okay. the, it's all comments on the video, TMZ's video, Is Jay-Z a Time Traveller? Okay. So, right. And basically the entire video, it was a short video where they just look at the picture and be like, yeah... Probably. And that's another video. It's not a great video. Do they do zooms and pans across the picture? Yes, yeah, it's oh, basically yeah. all yeah. that. And so these are the, the responses in their entirety. Okay. He was cloned like every other person who is a sellout to the elite. <laughs> is that a real person? Or, 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 or What's that about keys? He was cloned <laughs> like every other set. person. No, H-E apostrophe S was cloned <laughs> like every other person who is a sellout to the elite. Okay. The second comment is the story of OJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a sentence. Most of the word would mark that as a fragment and not a language. I was waiting for a colon and like an explanation. <laughs> no, that was a whole comment. American crime story. Yeah, something like that. Um, the next comment is Is that Daniel Radcliffe IS in capitals? <laughs> no, Islamic <but>. State? <laughs> IS That Daniel Radcliffe Oh, oh is, that, is that, that Daniel Radcliffe? Is that Daniel Radcliffe? Yep. That's like them thinking I didn't mention Daniel Radcliffe in a video and there was no picture But that's like they, they, they immediately assumed it was Daniel Radcliffe and then they had second thoughts and they were like is that Daniel Radcliffe? He, yeah. he is a notorious time traveller because whenever he goes on the Graham Norton show they always seem to find a picture of someone who looked like Daniel Radcliffe so I get that comment because he's notorious just don't mention this to Harry Potter people on the internet because they're like oh my god the time traveller was real you guys and oh my god this is just like that time that this thing happened in this fictional book 20 years ago no. I feel personally don't, attacked right now don't, don't. <laughs> JK Rowling had tweeted out as a bit of backstory filling in. Yeah, I hate that. She is the worst. She was like, yeah, Jay Z is a vampire, and vampires are an analogy for like indigenous <laughs> peoples. And Harry Potter is a time traveller. I wrote about it in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Part 64, <laughs> which you haven't read yet, but it's um, I've got it, I've got it. Plus, I'm not on board with the fact that Daniel Radcliffe is a time traveller because any picture of a boy wearing glasses is not Daniel Radcliffe. That's just every boy wearing glasses looks like Harry Potter. Even Ryan, who doesn't look like Harry Potter, is wearing glasses, <laughs> so he looks like Harry Potter. I really do have a scar on my forehead, so I am slightly ahead. Of I thought that was a dick. I am feeling attacked. The fourth there. quote. What was the next quote? Go on. They never heard of twins. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god, that's my favourite. That's somebody watching <laughs> Twins, the Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito film, and going, well, twins can be different ages. <laughs> but like, different worlds, live in different time periods. So which one of those do you think I made up? All the others are real. Can, can you just read through all read of Read them others? again. He's was cloned like every other person who was a sellout to the elite. The story of OJ... 
Is that Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> they never heard of twins. Right, I'm gonna. Should we analyse them one by one? I'm thinking it's not he's was cloned because that grammatical error would really annoy anybody. I, I think as well that's a common grammatical error that you would make on a forum. That's that's that, that's an autocorrect, and that's also yeah, that is just like a classic YouTube comment. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's legit. Yeah. Um, the story of OJ. <laughs> I don't really know where to start with that because it's. What can I say about that that won't be problematic? <laughs> Go and watch Ryan Murphy spank the Jay-Z's going to release a book about time travel called If I Could Do It. Followed by Kanye West. Is that Daniel Radcliffe? Is that, I think that's too much of a non-sexual to be made up. Because he, he was in the video, as you mentioned, he was mentioned in the video, but he wasn't really shown in the no, he wasn't in the video. Daniel Radcliffe wasn't in the video at Didn't all. Did you say he was mentioned in the video? No, no, he wasn't she, mentioned. She said, said he wasn't mentioned. She said the opposite. Or anything. <laughs> he wasn't mentioned in the video at all. You do like Harry Potter a lot, so you could have made that up. <laughs> but then I do think, though, the, the, there is that common known thing that Daniel Radcliffe is like the pers- person who crops in on a lot of these, so someone could be associated with the similar Daniel Radcliffe thing that's happened. Um. So it could be like someone's like thinks they're funnier than they than they are. And also, I think like oh, you've never heard of twins. I think that is something that like a a really dumb person who <laughs> thinks they're smart would say on the internet. It, it sounds I very <laughs> So are we going with is that Daniel Radcliffe? I was going to go with OJ. Oh. I, yeah, no, I think maybe should we, take, should we take a vote? Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go for my vote for Daniel Radcliffe. And I think if Kat's been doing a lot of research on this, she would have known about the Daniel Radcliffe theory. I agree. I'm gonna go with it. Harry Potter. We'll go as a team. Well, I'm individually gonna vote for the first one because that sounds more like the kind of generic comment that Kat could have made. Oh. <laughs> That's what I think. Do you well, want the truth? Let's, what is the truth? Give us the truth. The one I made up was, is that Daniel Radcliffe? Yes! Yes! So to clarify, they never heard of twins, was I comment on that video, which is my (laughs) favourite. You can tell that they, like, they they sent that comment out and then, like, turned their friend and it's like, I hold them. Yes! Oh my god. <laughs> Never heard of twins. Bam! Lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> okay, so now it's time for someone from the Geeky Brummy podcast to make a case for their own conspiracy theory. And so uh, I, Philip Ellis, will be doing the honours. And uh, I, Philip Ellis. Uh, I, full name. I, I mean, if we, if we didn't let him do this, we'd never hear the end of it. So, so, king of the wizards. I make no secret. This is this is something that I've talked about on the show before. This is my, one of my favourite conspiracy theories. So I'm just taking the opportunity to really do a deep dive. So I call this. Avril Lavigne is dead. <laughs> yes, I love this theory! Oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay, so. <laughs> the, uh, Before we start, did she say she see you later, boy? Oh! Again, can Ryan 
be evicted from this podcast. <laughs> it's what I do. I oh do the God. puns and the dad jokes. I think that would make things too complicated. So the long and short of this theory is that um, Canadian singer Avril Lavigne died early in her career and was replaced by a double who is still living under this assumed identity. So, here's, the ba- here's some background for you. Avril Lavigne was signed by the uh, famous Hollywood music producer L.A. Reid in 2001. Uh, the contract was worth $1 million. Uh, and when her debut album, Let Go, came out in 2002, it sold 18 million copies and it was the best-selling record of that year. So it's worth noting that Avril Lavigne was immediately a valuable asset to that record label. Just, you know, that's like some context. Remember that. It'll be important later. <laughs> okay, so... Time to study the fair GCSE. <laughs> Note this down. It will be in the final exam. There will, I will be asking test questions later. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're listening. What grade will we get for this? Nine. You get a one. <laughs> <laughs> is that good or bad? Our ace is high? I forget. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um... So, so the, here's the, like, the fundamental, like, this is why people believe that this might be true. So, while her first album was, you know, typically angsty, which is to be expected from a, a teenage performer, um, the content of her follow-up album, Under My Skin, was much darker. And that, that got some people suspicious. <laughs> um, and even the visuals in the album, you know, in the, in the album art and the music videos, it was kind of much more bleak. It kind of created a, a, a really grim and, and sort of, like, dark outlook on life. Okay, but I'm not... Again, as a music fan, it's not uncommon for a darker second album. That is a thing. I mean, That's very is- common. This is when Evanescence were at their peak, wasn't it? It was like goth rock was coming out. Also, I feel like her first album wasn't that dark, so darker doesn't necessarily mean goth. And like, <laughs> was it was it darker or was it just not good? Because like second album normally not good, second coming. Can I live and just like carry on with my theory, please? <laughs> just, uh, I'm just trying to disprove you. Having, okay, so I listened to the first and second albums while researching this okay. this morning. I can mm-hmm. confirm that they both still slap. They are. <laughs> there are bangers. Okay. I mean, complicated. That is that. That I mean, yeah, sure. Like whatever. If you if you're a newbie, but like no, like naked and like <laughs> I'm with you. There are some proper old school just like bangers on those albums. So, My yeah. favorite thing is hearing someone be a hipster over something very very mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, Britney's best album was some of the deeper cuts. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. So I, I I will come back for an entire episode on Britney Spears and the, the, the ups and downs. I think we should do our next episode on. On, um, Britney Spears was working for George Bush. I'll just drop that. Continue. I'm, I'm coming to York with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the legend goes that while working on her second album, Avril became deeply depressed and couldn't handle her newfound fame. Um, and that explains maybe the the, you know, the darker songwriting that's um, that can be experienced on Under the Skin, Under My Skin. So it's believed that Avril then died uh, either in 2002 or 2003, possibly taking her own life. We'll go back to that later. And the record label, fearful of losing money, swiftly replaced her with her lookalike. So 
The Brazilian fan blog that I read while researching this claimed that there are all, all the clues there Can in the in the album. Repeat this: Brazilian. The Brazilian fan blog. So I traced this theory to the source, <laughs> which is a Brazilian fan site, which I had to use Google Translate to understand. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love, did you type in the word Brazilian fan site? Because I would have looked to know what came up there. <laughs> 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 This is not the first time I have been to Brazil. The Brazilian internet. Okay, so. So, on album two. In the song, Nobody's Home, the lyrics signify Avril's tormented state of mind. So just listen to this. Her feelings she hides. Her dreams she can't find. She's losing her mind. She's falling behind. She can't find her place. She's losing her faith. She's falling from grace. She's all over the place. Today on Poetry Corner. Deep, <laughs> deep stuff, I think you'll agree. Yeah, but... She was a skater boy. Not one lyrics. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later. Like, are we reading that much into all of her lyrics? Or? No, just the ones that support my theory. Okay. <laughs> now here's where things get a little bit darker. In the song, My Happy Ending, there is a reference to what theorists believe is Avril Lavigne's cause of death. The lyric goes, hanging so high on such a fragile rope. So the belief is that this song was essentially a suicide note and that the black clothes that Levine's double wears on the album cover are a symbol of mourning. Okay, so you're you're saying that she pulled a black star before Bowie did and wrote an album about her own death. That's exactly and what I'm he's, saying. And he's like. imitated her. <laughs> Maybe not intentionally, but yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a lot for me to take in personally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, there are echoes of Levine in all forms of art. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was just, I was just rummaging around Avril Levine's Wikipedia. Yeah, but you were. I was just checking it. Crad, if she married Chad Kroger in 20, 2003, when it was twenty thirteen, so she, that's not the reason why she married. <laughs> I mean, it, it would be a pretty blatant reason. When did she marry the guy from uh, Sum Forty One? Two thousand and six. So this is post as well. So that was an Avril. Avril Lavigne never married. I mean... Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> All right, No, like, Avril Lavigne, like, as we know her now, isn't who we thought she was. No, she not. seems to be someone who, like, punches below her weight, so maybe this... Yeah, she does. Like, she really... Maybe this new boy, Avril, hasn't got the best taste in men. But there's more. Okay, mm-hmm. there's more. In 2004... Evan Taubenfeld, a member of Avril's band and a close personal friend, left the band and didn't work with her again, possibly because he knew the truth and could not bear the charade of working with the copycat of his dear departed Avril. Can we hold up for a minute? So one person out of everyone she worked with decided this isn't cool, but everyone else was like, yeah, this is cool. We know it's not Avril, but like, what else? You know what? You know what though? Like, just because one person dies, are you expected to like, oh, I'm going to give my job? No. It wasn't just... These people have bills to pay. (laughs) (laughs) These people have rent, they have cats, you know? (laughs) They have dogs, they have babies. Skateboards. Mortgages. (laughs) They have, have, they have like, they have like condos and stuff. He obviously would be fairly wealthy. 
He, not if they give up every time someone dies and gets replaced by a double. He wasn't just <laughs> a once. How often does this happen? He wasn't a session musician who needed to move on. I mean, honestly, Kat, you want to go on the Wikipedia page of people who are believed to have died and be replaced by double. Yeah. <laughs> I know you have that bookmark. <laughs> I mean, one thing that does corroborate your theory, because it just rejected it, is she went on a year-long tour in 2004. So, what mm. way to get her out of the public eye? and put her on a world tour where she's going to be on stage very far away from people. Exactly, exactly. So I'm not having it about the uh, the guy leaving the band. That's a session musician, man. He's got a better gig elsewhere. I'm not finished. Right. So <laughs> after his departure, Taubenfeld wrote a song called The Best Years of Our Lives. And the lyrics <laughs> include references to wishing he'd said things when he'd had the chance and never expecting to lose his best friend. I mean, that's like... Okay, but that is a generic pop song. Yeah, that's a generic... <laughs> 2000s emo song. Or is it, he's like, I finally feel safe enough to speak the truth within the cliche of popular music, and people will never know it, but I will know it. I mean, she recorded the theme tune to the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, and if that's not going to break anybody, I think that is your defining. <laughs> this, is, this is my career done now. This is me gone. I mean, I'm glad I'm getting you on board, Ryan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but... What of Avril's doppelganger? Did I hear that she's referred to as Melissa? I know this, it's so Melissa, I love it. It, it is, it, that's, that's indeed. It's speculated that this ringer's name is Melissa after Avril, or Melissa, was photographed with that name written on her hand. Mm. Maybe she was just trying to hold on to some last vintage of her own true identity. I don't know. And she's but, so dumb, she's like, what is my name? Oh yeah, Melissa. <laughs> I checked the note that I made like, myself. Maybe, maybe it was like a note to herself to ring Melissa. Like, I, when I wanted to buy a record, I've written an artist's name in my hand before, so I've had like... Okay, like, but not in a professional photo shoot. I've seen that photo, and it's done in Sharpie, and it's a professional photo shoot, and she's holding it up for people to look at that. That's not an accident. Maybe it's a charity. Chris Miller did those lines on his hand. Maybe it's like Melissa Charity. I don't know what Melissa does, but like it's a charity. We all know what Melissa does. She mazes us out Maybe she's a fan of the early works of Melissa McCarthy, but can remember the actress's name. I mean, name. who is it? Is there as a reminder? It's like, Melissa McCarthy, she's going to be a bridesmaid, so I need to watch that. See, film. now I want to go into a whole theory about was Avril Lavigne a fan of Gold, uh, Gilmore Girls? Yeah. I mean, obviously, who was it? Yeah, true. <laughs> I feel the timelines match up there. Okay, so... There are supposedly numerous telltale signs which support the theory that the record label pulled the old switcheroo between <laughs> Avril and Melissa. So, did you write that sentence? Yes, I did. Nice. <laughs> so I have a list here of the of the, the the telltale signs. So first is okay. I have to get my phone out for this one. A noticeably different nose. <laughs> okay. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, that means 90% of Hollywood have been replaced at some point. I was going to say, do you remember the Renee Zellweger? Just be mindful, it's a gay man's phone. Don't swipe left, don't swipe right, just look at the photo. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it could be photoshopped. But... Let's pass it around. Okay, and see what the I'm going to go, I'm going to look for the shape of the lips are the same. Well, yeah, but that's because I said no, it's not lips. If anybody wants to hear that squeaking in the background or what it is, it's guys. Yeah, sorry, it's not. It, it, yeah, it's my chair. We're not recording this on a pirate ship. It's just the chair. I've looked at the photo and oh. I suddenly locked your phone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I was so. I was filled with such adrenaline and finally finding the truth. He wanted um, to swipe, that's what it was. So your phone protected itself. 
I'm saying now 100% that's a nose job. I think it might or, just be a lighting. No, it's that's a nose job. It's not, it's not the same nose. Or is it chicanery? <laughs> <laughs> it's a nose job. I feel like if you were to switch... Uh, one, if your best friend... Because Melissa's supposed to be like her BFF or whatever, right? Right, or her replacement. Yeah, but... You've missed the obvious one to start off with, which is not the nose. It is the mole above the nose, which has appeared during this transformation. This is this is another this is another. No So so I, I I do have another photo showing a ri- original recipe Avril with a clear forehead and new Avril with a bump above the bridge of her nose. It's an array of Avrils. This was the second telltale sign. It was a noticeably different nose and also. Um, and, and there are there's also other photos where there are the uh, Wait, well, all of these marks on her arms appear to have moved and yeah all of these have a bump on their nose do they though yes she does Phil people get older like you're going to get more bumps as you move later into your 30s no I they've circled the bump I'm zooming in uh, my Brazilian's not very good do you want me to try and read it Let's have a look. Let's have a look. It says. It says. It says we photoshop that because there's no bump there. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Well, that's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> have you just disproved your own theory? No, I, I think I found. I think I must have like downloaded that from a site that was trying to disprove the theory. Also. <laughs> so that that's propaganda. That's fake news. Don't listen to that. The again. bump on the nose could be. That to me looks like a spot that's been covered with concealer. And some women, before their periods, get exactly the same spots in the same places. So it could just be it's a reoccurring spot. And that's a very common place to get it, like, on your forehead. If it's a very common place to get it, two separate women could get it in the same place. So yeah, you are could. You are lending credence but, like, to my theory. But, isn't it more likely that it's one person? <laughs> like, it could be two people. But isn't it more likely to be one woman's PMS symptoms? I mean, yeah, it would be very likely that, you know, she hadn't died and been replaced, but this is what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Okay. Um, so, I respect that. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so, um, following on from the first two albums, on more recent songs, her voice is thinner and seemingly unable to hit the same high notes. Nah... Nah, nah. This is, so this is from the Brazilian fans. I, I mean, I reckon you could train your own voice to sound like somebody else's. I reckon that Melissa's voice is just as good as Avril's was. I, I think it's a case of range because your vocal cords have a set range that you can have, which is why Freddie Mercury was so good because he had such a wide vocal range. But if your vocal range shortens, that doesn't usually happen. You usually have the same vocal range for your life because it's dictated by your vocal cord size. More compellingly, though... A radical change in aesthetic and musical style. So, following, and I, I know what you're about to say. I know I what you're about to say. I have about to say. Artists evolve, they experiment with different styles, but Avril was notoriously anti pop when she first came onto the scene. She rejected, you know, traditionally girly outfits and backing dancers and all that. But from the third album onward, performances and videos have included more conventionally feminine clothing and choreography she also said she would never wear skimpy outfits and show body I mean maybe she evolved as an artist maybe she decided to embrace and own her sexuality or 
Maybe she's dead and that's like her double. I don't know. Okay, but Avril Lavigne was what, 18, 17 when she became famous? When I, okay, I up until about the age of maybe 16, I'm not sure, only wore trousers and exclusively wore trousers. But by the next year, I only wore dresses and I don't even own a pair of trousers now. I only wear dresses. I don't think that's uncommon. It's fair. Guys, Catherine is dead. <laughs> Tom, who have you been with this whole time? <laughs> when I was 19, so you were already dead. I would have already So it's nice. all been a phantom. <laughs> you're, the, you're the Chad Kroger of this relationship. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm it's uncommon for women to embrace being girly a little bit later because as teenagers, they're shamed for being girly and forced to be in this idea of. No, I'm cool. I want people to like me because I'm not. I'm not a normal girl. I'm not like other girls. Maybe she's. And then as I get older, they are like, "Fuck you, patriarchy." I'm gonna be girly and cool. Cat, I absolutely agree with you that the real villain here is the patriarchy. <laughs> it's the patriarchy that decided that you know Avril Lavigne as a girl was a mm. commodity that they just had to replace. So maybe, maybe Avril. <laughs> I like that. One. Maybe Avril looked at the careers of Britney and Christina who. From first album Innocence to later albums Full and Sexual, sold more records. Record company be like Avril. Here you go. This is what works. It's wrong, but it's sex sells, baby. Sex sells. Oh, I mean, I was. In, I'm not judging. There's nothing wrong with embracing sexuality. And actually, one of my favourite Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Songs, <laughs> one of my favourite Avril Lavigne songs is Hot from the album The Best Damn Thing. Right. That is a banger. Maybe Avril Lavigne looked at the state of punk pop music with bands like Blink 182 starting to wane in their career and thought, I'm jumping off this ship right now mm. and swapping over to be a more of a pop melody. We all know that divas are only amazing because they have like eras and shift. Like Madonna had so many stages and she didn't die like And then Kylie times. just copied that stuff. Yeah, like divas and pop princesses, they changed. I can't get on to Kylie right now. <laughs> <laughs> she did the Madonna route. <laughs> okay, so most compellingly, my final two pieces of evidence. Her height has changed. Up or down? <laughs> <laughs> down, and that's that's the unlikely one. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah, but like, look at your, your granny, man. She gets smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In <laughs> old age, you're in your early twenties. <laughs> so, say Avril Lavigne's not forty-seven. In two thousand and two, Avril's height uh, was listed on the internet as, and because she's Canadian, it's in metric. 1.58 metres. Google now says it is 1.55 metres. Error? I don't think so. Typo. No, it's a different person. <laughs> so what, that's three centimetres difference? Yeah. Maybe she was wearing heels. That's not height, that then. much. No, because these days she wears heels and has bigger hair with her new feminine era, so she <laughs> should be taller! Maybe. She should be Taller. Maybe she was wearing orthopedic shoes back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Martin and Sega, she had Dr. Martin's on. That makes you higher. I've got a pair of Dr. Martin's. I'm a little bit higher when I'm wearing mine. I have a question about who uh, takes the measurements of celebrities <laughs> and when 
Like, do the, do the Google celebrity hype people come round to your house every ten years and go, yeah, we need to recheck this, you're due for another measurement. Tom, why are you asking me such weird questions? I'm being serious here. <laughs> Did Madame Tussauds have to, like, shave a few inches on the bottom to, like, keep... We've not got enough wax. We need to... <laughs> okay, and my final piece of evidence, which I, I believe is all I need to close my case. Mm-hmm. She's never denied it. <laughs> so when when asked in an interview specifically about the theory that she is a clone, Avril, quote unquote, simply lowered her head and refused to answer the question. Bam. Thank you for the deafness in my ear. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I mean Jay-Z has never denied being a time travelling vampire. I mean, yeah. I mean Maybe they're both true, who knows? It's not uncommon for the whole let's replace somebody because there's the old Macca thing, the Beatles. Yeah, I was going to say, Paul McCartney's a very well Like Macca's dead. I mean, you know, it probably explains why the music went down well over the years. But. It's probably explained why Lynn McCartney went away to make sausages. If you want to hear more on that, our first ever episode is The Beatles Never Existed. Ooh. So, I think. <laughs> I think it's not plausible for record companies if they've got a product, so to speak, to want to keep that product in place. So mm-hmm. said with McCartney, they wouldn't have wanted to have a loss of a Beatle because they're the biggest thing in the world, so they would want to have a replacement pool. So it's obviously not true, but it's plausible why a record company would want to keep that. Place. Especially so in 2002, 2003, when she was at that... I mean, obviously, looking back now, it might seem a bit silly, but at that time, she was on the verge of becoming a global superstar and they were like we can't squander this potential just because you know she's dead yeah so I, I agree they, there's a potential that like they could have for a financial reason and as a product selling purpose replaced her but um, at I the same time the evidence ain't there yeah artists become commodities as soon as they sign their record label it's, they become the product exactly. of and, that record and Avril herself was really quite anti-establishment and I think that was one of the many things that she really struggled with and rebelled against you know in the process of making album one and two all that pressure to conform into what a pop star is the pressure of fame and I think that's why she buckled and that's why she's not with us anymore or maybe she buckled and conformed and had a nose. I mean, <laughs> like I, I think I, I think my version is like way more like my main realistic. My main problem with the whole thing is right. So Melissa, but like, according to some people, is like her personal assistant or friend, whatever, and they look really alike. Have right? they ever been photographed together, though? I'm going to Google that. No, that's. But this is supporting your theory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the fact that they've never been photographed together is supporting the fact that they're not real because Melissa's not a real person. But I'm saying is, what's the likelihood of your best friend looking so much like you that she could be your body double mm. with only a nose job? I'm not saying that it was her friend, though. I'm saying that like, they just found somebody. Oh, they found someone that just looked like Avril Lavigne yeah. that much except for the nose. But yeah. where are you advertising How? How do you do that? Hollywood, man. Like okay, I, yeah. Sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Are you telling me that like crazy rich white men can't get whatever they want in 24 hours? That's yes, probably, I am. I mean, during the googling, and apparently Melissa is a clone. See, no, that's that's clone. This is a serious podcast. If it was a clone, <laughs> Melissa would be like 
16 years younger than Avril. <laughs> That's how they may works. have rapid aging. I mean, we've all seen the Clone Wars. Let's be serious, Ryan. Documentary? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, George Lucas is trying to uncover Hollywood. That's what the Star Wars is. It's all an allegorical tale. I think it's time for a verdict. I think it's time for a verdict. Which one do you think is more likely? I've, so remind us, Kat, what was your theory? Jay-Z is a time traveller who used his enormous wealth to go back in time because wealthy people can buy and do anything because they're part of the elite. Go back in time to view jazz and other things. <laughs> and my theory, which you just held back up inadvertently, <laughs> is that Avril Lavigne is dead and was replaced by a double because the rich, wealthy elite can do anything. But then if they could time travel, wouldn't they just go back to before she committed suicide and go, no. I think it's more cost effective just to find someone who looks like her. I mean, yeah, she's like, one suicide, law suicide, maybe, I guess. I'm not that sad. was great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> okay, I have to say, the Brazilian, fan, the Brazilian fan site, which I found this theory on, was, you know, they said she could have committed suicide. It may just be that she died accidental overdose. Maybe it was an act accident or freak nature or natural causes or whatever I am not implying because I don't want to get sued that she killed herself I'm just saying that she's dead can I just add to Tom and Ryan because we've obviously got to sub to this what, what, who, who, who's got the right theory can we just analyse the sources that we've been provided with here so we have Brazilian fan site for Phil's theory and we have TMZ for Cat's theory no, 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 no. we have the New York I also had Photographs <laughs> of, of noses. I mean, there is a Guardian article about it as well. Yeah, and NME. <laughs> yeah, but nobody reads NME anymore. I, I was going to say and Vice, but that doesn't help my case. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd say replacing Avril is a cheaper option. Thank you. Rather than time travel machine. I just think um, people didn't listen to Avril Lavigne because she looked like Avril Lavigne necessarily if it was for the music then they've lost that because the person who wrote all the music is dead if they just wanted a pop punk pop person who looked like her there's probably a lot of white blonde ladies who would have been willing to do that in 2003 so it's cheaper to just pick up a new one and <laughs> but from album three onward the music and style were so so different but it was under the brand of Avril Lavigne and they so, had invested mm, it's that sunken cost the best, so the best damn thing album number three was significantly lighter and poppier after it the was very, dark very successful as well and it had exactly. a girlfriend on it Girlfriend. Uh, maybe no. maybe that was like yeah. an homage to she was her girlfriend. It was pop songs and it was love songs. <laughs> there, it, there was no real like angst or darkness on album three. It was like they were like, right, we've, we've got this performer performing under the Avril Lavigne banner, but she can't plumb the depths to do, write those songs. So we're going to just get someone to like write, you know, poppier pop punk stuff for her to do. I mean, I'm sure Melissa could have written some angsty music about how she's lost her identity. Yeah, I mean, maybe um, maybe if we dig into Avril's later back catalogue, she could have, you know, but... I, yeah, know, I, have, I, I only had a morning to prepare for the podcast. <laughs> until we have a podcast where we analyse all of Avril Lavigne's back catalogue, which I feel like is a mini-series waiting to happen. Uh, Lavigne can sleep up. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to put my eggs in the basket here. 
I think that it's possible they could replace a pop star, but who gives a shit about Avril Lavigne? But this is 2002, 2003. That's when everyone did. And I know that, like, time travel is obviously shit. It doesn't <laughs> But I'm inclined to believe that if Jay-Z had that option, given the, 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 the quality of records, and I know he's grown in, but he has put a quality of records out which has, a quality, has had a quality use of sampling in his records, then I believe that, yes, he possibly could have travelled back in time to have some influence over the music he put out later on down the line. Also, Kanye West, good friend of Jay-Z, very fucking head sample heavy, so... I'm, I'm, putting, I'm putting my eggs in cat's basket. So if we go down the sample route, does that mean Daft Punk travelled back to like Napoleonic France? You're getting too deep now, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the, the design for the helmet came I'm, from. I'm getting like, evil looks from Phil. <laughs> I think it's Ryan's turn to put his eggs in his basket of choice. Jay-Z, time travel, billionaires, believable. That would explain why Elon Musk's hair's grown back. <laughs> from start off so I can imagine this billionaire's boys club where they do go like let's go time travel back to the 1800s or let's let's just have a weekend away shave them all let, let, <laughs> let's have a weekend away in 17th century France I have one last piece of evidence that might sway I'm not sure that's admissible your <laughs> <laughs> which supports my idea that um, all celebrities can time travel is it Keanu by any chance no it's Nicolas Cage Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, if anyone was going to... That's why he wants to steal the Declaration of Independence. But it's clearly him, but in olden times. That looks more like Lee Pace than Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> well... Not that, I'm, not that I'm saying Lee Pace can find out Lee. I do think that there's like a level like Katie Price and Jordan and like Peter and Andre don't get to time travel or they only get to go back a weekend <laughs> yeah yeah well, so yeah so Katy Perry can't but Ariana Grande can yeah, yeah. but so. not that it's real because I, I just remembered I'm, I'm, I'm up here <laughs> first flip back to Avril Lavigne I could imagine a cynical record executive just going to find a replacement very easily after they sunk so much cost into her promotion and her world tour because that million pound contract isn't just how much they spent on her. There's going to be album fees, there's marketing costs, there's It's a whole industry around it. Yeah. yeah, and it's like hundreds of people would be employed just because this celebrity is performing music. It's kind of like you get your tour manager, everybody else. So I can imagine if it happened at a critical moment, just like before the World War, and she passed away, and they had a close look like you who could sing reasonably enough. And because we all know live music is never as great as a studio album, so you could possibly get away with that. Wouldn't wouldn't her death make her more of an icon, though? And you'd be able to ship no. more copies of what probably is a that. shoddy second but album. If, but yeah. if you just sunk millions upon millions of pounds into getting a world tour scheduled... And you couldn't get a third album out of a dead girl. Yeah. But surely you central a lookalike yeah. to do the tour and then say she died at the end of the tour. Plausible. Or 
they got Melissa to do the tour, realised, oh god, she's good, she's fooling everyone. Let's I think three, that's true. Let's keep three this going. Three year gap as well, three year gaps, that's a long time for a studio album. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm for call, a pop I'm record, three years I'm calling bullshit on it. I'm, the, I'm like the celebrity age, and people getting money for selling their stories. Some fucker would be like, nah, fuck this, I'm just gonna like reveal that, like, Avril Lavigne popped the clogs and that somebody was sold stories well, maybe that's how the theory got out in the first place you didn't know that maybe. this was this was pre it has to run to Brazil maybe it's too late because it's kind of like we're 15 years down the line now for us to say yeah she actually died 15 years ago and there's been a replacement for 15 years because people go bullshit 15 years to get that story out exactly so, which basket are you raising? I'm going to go and support Phil. But, Jay-Z is a very faint plausibility. But he's signing with me. Yes. Okay. Um, Tom, you've got the casting vote. Oh, I didn't want the casting vote. <laughs> I wanted just a normal vote. <laughs> ah, um, yeah, I just feel like Avril Lavigne, yeah, if she was dead... You could go, ah, oh, she's dead, everyone buy her album, and you could get a very quick surge of profit that you could then put into a new artist who was basically the same. Maybe that's cynical, I don't know. Whereas, um, yeah, time travel's fine, I guess. I kind of agree. I think it's much more likely they found a clone of Avril Lavigne than invented time travel. So... I'm not even siding with my own theory. Opposite <laughs> wiser. Okay, I'm going to support Kat then, just because she doesn't support herself. Oh. So, Phil, you now have the deciding vote on your own theory. Well, I, I, yeah, I absolutely vote for my own theory. <laughs> I didn't realise that me and Kat could vote. I don't think you could either. Oh, I, I thought we'd finished voting and I was just like, just throwing in my piece, but yeah. So, it goes three to two towards Avril Lavigne being dead. Yes! Well, so, and rest in peace, But we do believe Jay-Z can find draw. I know what, I mean, like, let's call it a draw. I think both of these things, the, the evidence is... We have probable cause, you know, to, to believe both. Let's just call it a draw, my... They're both bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet us in. Where can we find Cat's Curiosities online? Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. We're on Podient. Um, and you can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, Pocket Cast. Uh, what, are the, what are the ones? Stitcher. Um, mm. <laughs> Other podcast places. Also on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook and Twitter. Um, at catscab underscore pod, I think, on, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, do that. Where can we find Geeky Brummy? I just want to say, we haven't done it for a while. Yeah. Cat, on our show, when Tom used to come in at the end of the show we used to just put him on the spot and ask him awkward questions oh, yeah. just to make him feel uncomfortable <laughs> in a segment called I have a question for Tom come on and we'd Hooray. like to play that game because we've uh. not played it in a while um, Tom I have a question I have a question for Tom come on do you have a question for Tom come on is you Harry Potter <laughs> is. is that I don't like it <laughs> I'm not as I was telling the others during the break earlier um, I used to get called Harry Potter a lot because I wore glasses I was called Harry Potter by a lollipop man and then being bullied <laughs> by men who uh, guys children across the road say I think you know kind of what rung of the ladder of life you're on <laughs> you are, you're on the ground under the bottom one I am yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a question for Tom Flamont. Hello. 
If you could travel back to any period in time, what would it be? I, uh, I don't know. I kind of... You know what? Apart from kill Hitler, which obviously should be, you know, option one. <laughs> All right. Like, no, one, no one's grading you on this. <laughs> I'd give that an eight. <laughs> um, I'd go back to around when I was born. Not to see the actual birth, but I just... <laughs> No, just to see myself as a young child, because like, you don't remember that. What like, happens though is like somebody sees you looking at you as a young child and reports you. Nobody reported it back then, it's fine. Um, that your mother brings her child home, cradled in her arms, and then Tom Clavon's waiting with his hands in his coat pockets around the corner, just going. Don't mind me, just want to see the baby. <laughs> I just feel like I've lost out on three years of memories that are mine. <laughs> three memories of, like, shitting yourself and well, falling over. That's what's made me who I am today, so I feel like I should know. But to answer Tom Clavon's original question, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Geeky Brummy. Consistency. Indeed, and also we are on iTunes and Podbean and wherever Spotify, Spotify and wherever you find yes. podcasts. Premium, yeah, amazing Google podcast, podcast content. If you yeah. use the new Google Podcast app, it's quite nice. Basically, just like open your front door and shout "Geeky Brummy" into the ether, <laughs> and we will find you. Keith will run down with his Omnicord and play YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but where can we find all our personal social media? Because we never really promote them. I think after everything we said on this show, do we want people? <laughs> <laughs> I want people in my mentions agreeing with me about Avril Lavigne. Honestly, like let's be real, like we're onto something here. So I am on Twitter at Philip underscore Ellis. That's Philip with one L, Ellis with two. Of course he went first. Ginger guy, blue tick. Just to cover off the usual. Yeah. Yes. Just look for the guy shamelessly promoting all of his bylines in his bio, and that's me. <laughs> Kat, where can we find you online? Or do you want to declare I don't have a Twitter. Twitter. Um, I, d- I don't really have social media, except for Facebook. And I'm very difficult to find because my name's so common, so... And also, you don't want strangers to be friends with you. <laughs> Just follow the cat. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I use the cat's cabinet Twitter to do all my twittering. So, so and that's cat's that. cabinet underscore pod. Uh, something like that. <laughs> I think wow, I am very on the other you are. I think it's at cat's cab underscore pod. Oh, oh so close. So my close. own Twitter is at tom underscore clavon, and if you can spell clavon, then you deserve to follow me. Um, C L A B O N. You started for them. <laughs> What's your improv company called as well? Uh, f- uh, they're called Fat Penguin Improv. I don't know the handle. <laughs> yeah. We're, okay, we're not very good at social media. <laughs> if you haven't gathered this by now, it's Cat's Cabinet underscore Pod. I was right. I was right. Well, I'm, I'm very sorry. glad. I, <laughs> I don't act ourselves very much. So. <laughs> Guy, where can we find you? Uh, not on Twitter, don't tweet me. Uh, Guy, I'm just going to have Look at me on Instagram because I'm a serious record collector and I post good shit. That's right, good shit. Uh, <laughs> you want records? Look at my collection. You'll want to buy them, so, but not off me. Cause I have actually had that one. Somebody was like, could I buy a record off you? I was like, get fucked. I fucking bought this record. Um, so, yeah, you can look at all my record collection via my page Instagram. 
Where can we find you, Ryan? You can find my personal Twitter at Ryan Parrish, yes. Or you and school people can bow down. Oh my god! Early adopter, that was me, Mr. Ryan Parrish. You have been holding this over me for literally years now. You've got a blue tick, I've got no underscore. That's. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, did you say tick? Yes. Blue tick on Twitter. Yes. You can find my food vlog where I'll be tweeting abuse at Greg and John from MasterChef, probably, (laughs) in the near distant, near future, at Robbie Gormond. Good, well, with that, uh, I think we'll wrap up. Yes, thank you for joining us. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.